All right, let's get back to the fun. We got micro arcade Oregon Trail game. It's just the smallest video game you'll ever have held in your hand. You can see the circuitry and stuff through this, the body of it. I'm surprised they're starting out with the Oregon Trail game. Because that's the first one I've seen. I'm sure they'll come out with a bunch more. But I'd definitely grab it. Just not at that release price. 22 bucks. We'll see. And then we got Merca and Dolfo's Sweet Paprika, number one, by Image Comics. Paprika is a successful businesswoman, a New Yorker of Italian origin. Job and career consume her, forcing her to neglect her personal needs as well as her friends and family. Her heart is broken from a previously rela- previous relationship and its consequences and a rigged or rigid upbringing has made her a very introverted person. And she wants a romantic relationship, but she doesn't know what she's doing. Not like Dill. Naive and suave delivery boy with an angelic attitude. Handsome and always surrounded by beautiful women falling for him. He doesn't have a worry in the world. And this makes Paprika very nervous. But he's the guy who could help her with her feelings. And with sex. Bridget Jones' diary meets Sex in the City with a pinch of the Devil Wears Prada, in the new international hit by acclaimed creator Mirko Andolfo. Check that out. Yeah, tickle going through my throat. That's not a good, good way to start out the episode. So we'll see what happens. All right, yeah. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Rivers of London, number one, by Titan Comics. An unmissable brand new era in the life of full-time cop and part-time wizard, Peter Grant. A werewolf is on the loose and will stop at nothing to avoid capture. It's up to Peter and his cohort of chums to hunt the deadly lycanthrope and bring him to justice. And... Seems like Constantine to me. Yeah. I'd check it out, though. For Monopoly fans out there and Care Bear fans, they have a Monopoly Care Bears edition coming out. For the Monster Hunter fans and the plush toy fans, they have a Monster Hunter, Monster Chibi plush toy coming out. Pretty cool looking purple and white dragon character. And this has just a beautiful cover. The cover grabbed me right off the bat. It was like part of the previews catalog this month, right off the top. And it says Moon Knight, Volume 9, Number 1 by Marvel Comics. I am Moon Knight. The mysterious Mr. Knight has opened his midnight mission. His people petitioning for protection from the weird and horrible. The Moon Knight stalks the rooftops and alleys marked with his crescent moon day, bringing violence to any who would harm his people. Mark Spector, in whichever guise he dons, is back on the streets, a renegade priest of an unworthy god. But while Kansu languages in a prison that Moon Knight put him in, 
Moon Knight must still observe his duty, protecting those who travel at night. Let it be known, Moon Knight will keep the faith. Yeah, I just, I want this one just for the cover. That's just a beautiful cover. So if nothing else, I'll probably get at least the first one. I'll probably get, do my normal, give it three issues. See how it goes. See how the storyline does. And for those people that were like, well, what's up? What's up with the Kirby's mini arcade? We got to get the mini arcade section. We got Miss Pac-Man, six and three quarter inch micro arcade that you can buy me for my collection. And Magic the Gather, Gathering fans, the next set that will be coming out in, oh, it re releases June 30th, will be Strixhaven School of Mages. So I guess they're going to get into some wizardry stuff. Don't know if I like that, but it will probably come with some pretty cool dragons. So I'll have to see what they come out with for those for my sets. Not like I ever play anymore. Then they have a Jack Skellington water ball snow globe thing by Inesco for the Nightmare Before Christmas fans. And another run that's starting back up is Ninjack Volume 4, Number 1 by Valiant Entertainment. Out of the shadows and into the spotlight, the world's greatest super spy has been exposed. Colin King is Ninjack. And he has a target on his back like never before. With enemies lurking around every corner, how will Ninjak survive when there's nowhere left to hide and the world is gunning for him? Hang on to your hats, folks. Jeff Parker and Javier Polito are about to take you on a nonstop thrill ride. Well, he's a ninja. That's how he hides. He can hide anywhere if he's a ninja. <laughs> Yeah, I like Ninjak. I've read it in the past, so don't know if I'll hop on the run right off the bat. I might wait and get it a little bit later on down the road. We have No Ghost in Hiroshima, number one, by Scout Comics. Dr. James Henriksen is racked with guilt because of a mistake he made many years ago. He believes he has unwittingly condemned an innocent soul to eternal suffering and pain. In an attempt to set things right, he has worked for years to invent a way to free this soul from hell. But Dr. Hendrickson's efforts have stirred demonic attention by those who see this as a way to seize power in hell. Faced by these demons, Dr. Hendrickson is badly injured and is forced to hand over his discoveries to his prized pupil a medical intern named Dr. Gabriel Oldman, imploring him to deliver a briefcase to an old friend before it's too late. Sounds like an interesting little story starting up. And then if there's any Nocturnals fans out there, they have the Nocturnals Omnibus hardcover by Dark Horse Comics coming out. Sorry, I need a drink there. The throat's just scratching away like crazy. And then we got Orcs in Space 2-in-1 by Oni Press. 
Double issue debut. Debut. Gore, Kravis, and Mongstar are three orcs trying to survive while on the run from everything and everyone on their homeworld. When the naive bureaucrats from Starbelief land on their planet, the orcs unwittingly steal the most advanced ship in the fleet and blast into the dankest reaches of the outer Galacticon. While the universe is most wanted, the orcs befriend the ship's AI Dona in a bid to get free. But will that be enough to escape Starbleep? Who knows? You'll have to read it to find out. All right, another video game for me. You can pick me up the Pac-Man 40th Anniversary 6 and 3 quarter inch micro arcade player. You got to have that next to Miss Pac-Man. So, that. And then we got Paranorthern Chaos Bunny. A hop, hop, a hop calypse. Ah, <laughs> oh, wordplay. A witch named Abby and her three friends, a wolf girl, a ghost, and a pumpkin head, band together to try and save their supernatural town from an invasion of rabbit. But adorable. Chaos bunnies in the enchanting middle grade graphic novel for fans of making friends. The OK Witch and Lumberjanes. It's all its fall break in the supernatural town of North Haven. And young witch Abby's plans include pitching in at her mom's magical coffee shop, practicing her potion making, and playing board games with her best friends. A pumpkin head, a wolf girl, and a ghost. But when Abby finds her younger sister being picked on by some speed demons, she lets out a burst of magic so strong it opens a portal to a realm of chaos bunnies and while these bunnies may look cute they're about to bring the the uh hop apocalypse and get abby in the calendar full of trouble unless she figures out a way to reverse the powerful magic she unwittingly released what's a witch to do in this deliciously humor humorous cozy and bewitching graphic novel Sometimes the most powerful magic comes from our connections to family and friends. But kicking bunny butt is great, too. That out. Sounds like a good young adult book. And we will get back to you again relatively soon. Let's look at some pops. Coming up, we got uh, Crocodile Hunter Steve Irwin, a little puppy dude, puppy character, puppy dude, puppy <laughs> uh, dude, uh, by Funko Pops. Coming out, looks like they're bringing back the Crocodile Hunter characters again. And for the Dirty Dancing fans, they got a baby and a Johnny pop figure coming out. If you were one of those people that actually liked Mortal Kombat, <laughs> there's some Mortal Kombat figures coming out, including Sub-Zero. Then getting back to the enamel pins, we got some pretty cool Deadpool ones. We got the Deadpool Panda and Deadpool Taco. Taco Deadpool in the samurai outfit with tacos on his sword. And the Wizard Deadpool. There's for the He-Man 
uh, fans. These are all done by Funko also, these pins. But, uh, they have the Evil Lynn pin. They have He-Man and Skeletor. And I'm sure they'll come out with a variety more of those. There's a cool-looking Immortal Hulk 6-inch pop figure. He's got all kinds of weird slime and stuff on him. He's stepping in things. Then they have the Star Trek, a bunch of Star Trek figures coming out, including the Spock Mirror Mirror outfit vinyl figure and the the Uara. I just can't say anything right today. Mirror Mirror outfit figure. And, of course, if you're a Seinfeld fan, they got a bunch of Seinfeld figures. And I might get the Kramer one down the road. And uh, you have Kasim, the, what you call it, the, the chef guy just lost it all of a sudden, the soup Nazi. <laughs> but uh, the little run of three that I'm, I think I'll probably pick up, Possessive number one of three by Xenoscope. Let's not mince words. Todd the loser. He has no job. No prospects and almost no drive. With his wife ready to take the children and go, Todd buys the family their dream home. Todd takes a chance on a house that needs much more upkeep than a few coats of paint and a new carpet. And little does Todd know, in the attic resides a terrifying and deadly spirit who does not do well with cohabitation. But while this frightening specter may have murderous tendencies, she might just be what Todd needs to turn his life around. Forgetting Sarah M- Marshall meets the grudge. Grudge, you know you're in for a hell of a ride. So yeah, this is one I'm gonna jump on. Uh, covers are kind of fun looking too. They have a couple to choose from. And I just lost my page mark. Okay, we got Primordial Trade Paperback by Dark Horse Comics. In the distant past, in an underwater realm, Nalar discovers that he can no longer breathe underwater, but needs oxygen from the air to survive. Branded a freak of nature, he is banished from the kingdom between battling monsters and other Lamarians who want him dead. He searches for a place where he may not only survive, but a place he can call home. I'll just go up, swim up, dummy, and just go climb on land. The rest of them can't follow. (laughs) They're all water livers. Uh I read Sonya's doing a black, white, and red run by Dynamite Entertainment. I love the black, white, and red runs they've been doing with all the different characters throughout comics. I just believe I just finished off the Wolverine, or there's one more left. I can't remember. No, I think I finished it that run. But There's Resilient Number 1 by Absolute Comics Group. Yolada O'Byrne. Had it all, a loving husband, a great career as a judo instructor, and a heart for helping others. It was the heart that led her to Cambodia, 
where she sought to help clear minds to save children from death and ruin. Unfortunately, when she accidentally tripped one of the mines, she must now discover just how resilient she can be. I can't really tell. The way they got the shadow cover and stuff like that, I'm assuming she got her hands and legs blown, her hands and feet blown off, possibly, or at least her hands. And I'm not sure. It's by Absolute Comics, which did Katrina, which I really enjoyed. So I might check that one out. Um, for the video games, we got some really goody ones coming out. These are the definite must-haves. You got the Retro Contra 6 and 3 quarter inch micro arcade player, and they have a Retro Space Invaders 6 and 3 quarter inch micro arcade player. So that should be like the number one game going into my little arc- mini arcade. Oh, yeah. For the Rick and Morty fans, they got Rick and Morty Worlds Apart trade paperback by Oni Press. Based on the hit season four of Rick and Morty, see some of your favorite new characters collide in Rick and Morty Worlds Apart. Brand new miniseries. See the outrageous shit dragons embroiled in a tantalizing adventure where only Morty can save them. And when fastest Teddy Rick shows up and ruins Rick's ultimate vacation plan no one is safe and they also have rick and morty presents hotel immortal number one by oni press they're starting a new run-up it doesn't say how many it's part of but murder at the hotel immortal impossible you say not so find out who done stabbed whom in the whodunit issue of Rick and Morty Presents when Cornvelius Daniels checks in for some R&R at the Hotel Immortal. Bodies start dropping and accusations start flying. And Rick and Morty, there's some stuff for you. Got River of Ink trade paperback by Humanoids Publishing. A thought-provoking book about the very origins of the art of illustration. What it, what it means, and why it exists. The river of ink flows from the present day back to the very first illustration drawn by a human. Along its shores are tales and wisdom from legendary artists of the past and present exploring the philosophy of the communication through drawing. Why do we draw? It's a simple question with a spellbinding and complex answer in this entirely new an entertaining look at the history of art. Also featured is an illustrated interview between Appert and comics master Scott McCloud, understanding comics and the sculpture that no reader should miss. The book I'd like to have in my collection, but I will watch for it in the future. Then we got Robin Hood 2021 Annual Swarm by Xenoscope. The Spider Queen, Lord of Flies, King of Serpents, and the Scorpion Queen have all tested their mettle against Earth's greatest heroes and come up short. Now with their powers combined to form the Swarm, they are ready to take their revenge and destroy anyone who stands in their way. Well then, just 
let Belle and Robin Hood and Van Helsing, all the characters join up and go after the swarms to taking the individual characters down. Now they'll take the big one down. It looks like they're going to leave it up to Robin Hood to get the fight started. And we got Robin Hood Goldilocks one shot. All of Robin's skills are put to the test as she tries to survive Goldie's Carnival of Terror. If she wants to survive, Robin is not only going to have to defeat an endless string of murderous circus freaks, but she will have to find the strength to face off against her own inner demons. Both sound fun. I'll definitely get them in the future, but I will get back to you also in the future. See you soon. Okay, back to the fun. We got Star Wars War of the Bounty Hunters, Jabba the Hutt, number one, one shot by Marvel Comics. Jabba never forgives. Jabba never forgets. Jabba the Hutt is one of the most powerful and ruthless gangsters in the galaxy. And Boba Fett, his most trusted bounty hunter, has failed him. How will Jabba deal with the betrayal? Violently. And what does this have to do with a bounty hunter with ties to the High Republic? Justina Ireland and Luca Parazzi's Hut Size Spectacular. And check it out. I didn't. And that's all part of that War of the Bounty Hunters run. So I'll probably wait till there's a collected edition out there. But it sounds like an interesting, fun story. And then for the arcade, we got Street Fighter II Champion Edition, seven and a half inch micro arcade player. It's that bigger one, you gotta have the bigger one because you should have it set up so you can have two people play it. But it would be kind of hard with that size. <laughs> then we got Stud and the Blood Blade, number one of three by Comics Experience. What's better than a comic book? Two comic books. All three studly issues are double-sized for $1 more, twice the story. Nearly the same price. Welcome to Ouroboros, a world teetering between far future and primordial past, where aliens and barbarians, Bigfoots and robots, monsters and puns wrestle for control. Mightiest is stud. He of immense strength and non-existence impulse control. Follow Stud's caravan of carnage as his cursed blood blade keeps him on a razor's edge between Hero and Gary. From co-creators Perry Crow and Jed Doherty. If He-Man meets the Tick meets Judge Dredd, it's Stud. This has my interest. But it's almost like it, last month we had that character with the blood blade. It's almost like a animated version of that character. So I'm kind of curious about the other one. Also see how it goes. They have a Suicide Squad Get Joker number one comic coming out to go with the Suicide movie. Suicide Squad 2 movie from DC Black Label. Uh, they have a Superama Marvel Gamora figural diorama by Loyal Subjects. It's cool with the purple diorama background. 
And they also have a Superama Marvel Thor figural diorama with Thor with the lightning coming from the hammer and stuff. It's neat looking. Now we had Superman and the Authority number one by DC Comics. Sometimes even Superman finds a task almost impossible. Sometimes even the last son of Krypton needs to enlist help. Some tasks require methods and heroes that don't scream Justice League. So Clark Kent, the Metropolis Marvel, seeks out Manchester Black, the most dastardly of rogues, to form an all-new authority task with taking care of some business on the sly. Not only will Black know the right candidates for the team, but if Superman can make him behave himself and act in service of the greater good, then he'll prove literally anyone can be a hero. They'll have to move quickly, however, as the ultra-humanite forms his own team to take out the Man of Steel. Superman fans, check that out. They have SW the Mandalorian, the Child Clapper Nightlight by Joseph Enterprises, if you want a cute little nightlight for your kitties. And Swamp Thing New Roots, trade paperback is coming out by DC. Deep in the Louisiana Bayou, a terrifying monster stalks the waters, strangling life before it can grow and leaving a trail of death in its wakes. And the Scott Sunderland Corporation is coming for Swamp Thing next. Swamp Thing alone stands to defend his community from the growing menace of an evil corporation ready ready to turn the earth to barren soil if it helps their bottom line. But Sunderland's reach stretches further than even the Swamp Thing can grasp. Their plans for destruction will affect not only the swamps he calls home, but the entire planet. Swamp Thing is not the only strange spirit alive in the bayou. When a fifflet, a ghost light, a will-o'-wisp leads him to strangers who need his help, Swamp Thing must discover what this restless ghost's ghost true purpose might be, if he can survive long enough to find out. One I'd like to have in my collection, but I will probably wait pick it up down the road. And they also have Sweet Tooth, the Return trade paperback by DC Black Label. Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Gus. He had antlers and lived with his father in a little cabin in the woods. Then his father died, and Gus decided to eat him. I no, no, no. And the big man with cold eyes took Gus away. Gus went on many great adventures, found friends, love, happiness, family, and acceptance. Now, years later, it begins again. A young boy with antlers and deer-like features wakes in a bizarre and completely foreign world where the last humans struggle to survive. They tell the boy he is special, he is chosen, and that he alone can lead them back to a world dominated by the oppressive hybrid. Hey, someone talked about that recently in the club. And... Sounds interesting. I will pick that up in the future. They have Symbiote Spider-Man Crossroads number one by Marvel Comics. Peter, David, and Greg Land and Greg Land do the time warp again. 
After three sense-shattering series, the entire symbiote Spider-Man crew returned. This time, they're taking Spider-Man down the road less traveled to the supremely psychedelic crossroads dimension. In their most ambitious series yet, the symbiote team puts Peter Parker and his alien costume on a collision course with none other than the Incredible Hulk, in a story set just before Peter David's landmark run on the Hulk series. Sounds like it could be a good run. And we have Siphon, or Siphon, not Siphon, number one by Image Top Cow. When a fast-living EMT is entrusted with the power to sense and siphon pain from others, Silas is presented with a new purpose, to ease the misery of those around him. But the more he uses this gift, the more it curses him with the carrying with carrying the burdens of others' pain. And it soon attracts the attention of mysterious forces who covet the power for themselves, forcing Silas to decide whether he will continue his mission or revert to his old ways. Another interesting new look at a story. Then we have Tales from Harrow County Fairfolk, number one, by Dark Horse Comics. Harrow County is back. The award-winning Eisner-nominated Southern Graphic, Southern Gothic horror series returns with a brand new story. Fresh off the loss of her goblin friend to a strange portal, Bernice must weigh her responsibilities as protector of Harrow County, with her desire to get her companion back safe and sound. But the past weighs heavily, and that fair folk used Bernice's and her memories against her. And something more dis- disastrous than she could have feared may be around the corner to threaten both the worlds of humans and of Haynes. If you're into the Harrow County stuff at all, that's for you. And we'll cut that. At the end for today, and we will get back with more goodies soon.